Welcome back, everyone, to the Two Dudes Rank Tunes podcast. I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper. We are getting a little bit more warlike. Yes. This episode. We're going to step into the ring. We're <laughs> yep. going to join the great heathen army. <laughs> All right, so we are reviewing the Amon Amarths, the great heathen army. Yep. So just to give you a background for this band, Curtis... This band has actually been around for as long as I've been alive. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, they've been wow. around since 1992, and I'm dating myself there. But this band, okay. So they are known as one of the inventors of the Viking metal genre. Really? But the thing with them is they don't really consider themselves that. They're a melodic death metal band. Mm. They're from Sweden, and they've... This band... Uh, I think, I'm trying to remember when I first heard them. I believe I was a teenager when I first heard one of their music videos. Your eyes got wide and your yep. life changed forever. Exactly. <laughs> That's how it is with some bands. Oh, you yeah. discover them at a certain age and you're just a loyal band. You're a loyal fan for life, unless they release a really horrible album. Or and do what, some terrible stuff. Or do some terrible stuff. So far, as far as I can tell, they yeah. haven't done anything too terrible. They're there just, we go. <laughs> Do they have any political leanings? So, recently, during the Ukraine invasion, the guy, the lead singer, Johan, he said, basically, that he did. his wife got him into MMA, Volta, the martial arts stuff. Yeah. And he said, they need to ban all the Russian fighters. I'm sick of this. We're allowing <laughs> Russia to come in and represent themselves. <laughs> nice. And most recently, I saw him sharing, like, a boomer meme about... Putin wanting to F the Chinese president or something like that. Mm. Yeah, so. that sounds boomerish. <laughs> and he said, you know, we make many songs about glorious warriors, but as real people, we're against all wars. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> which, which is always nice. It seems like... Okay. It seems like the bands that sing about the most crazy stuff, they're usually the nicest. Yeah. Literally. And the ones that sing the nicest stuff, they're usually the meanest. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Yep, and the and then there's the centrists like Shine Down. <laughs> yep, and then you've got apparently Josh Groban is a huge a hole. I've really? Heard rumors, yeah. I did not know this. Which is sad. I'm, we made all like a thir two of our middle aged listeners very sad. I'm yeah, sure. I'm sorry, but that's okay. So let's get into this album. This album was a new, another new album it was released on August sixth, I believe. We are just, there's just so much new music in 2022, I know. Brad. 2022 is an all-time year for new music. Yeah, and we've got new albums coming out soon. we got the new oh, Disturbed mm -hmm, album. Mm -hmm. there's a, I feel like there's a few other albums. On. And, there, and there's plenty we could go back and review, like the new Hailstorm album. Oh, yes, exactly. This has been a treasure trove when it comes to music. So, mm -hmm. Chris, before we get started, what was your initial reaction to this band? Because have you ever listened to this band? So I have listened... A to a couple songs in the past, like stuff you've played for me. I've, I've jammed a couple times to Twilight of the Thunder God, which is like their song. Yeah, yeah, um, that's their big song. Yeah, that's their big song. Um, but other than that, like, not really. I think my, my knee-jerk reaction to it was like, okay, they're do, are these vocals considered clean or what's the opposite of, like, not, not clean, but like, yeah, is it clean? We're like, yeah, well, clean where you can understand. Yeah, them. yeah. Are they considered clean or not? They're not considered clean, but you definitely... So, there's like, I feel like this is not as indecipherable as I was expecting. Yeah. I've noticed, especially with some of Swedish death metal, you can kind of understand their lyrics. Mm -hmm. Like, it depends from band to band. Yeah. But with this one, it's definitely cleaner. Yeah, it's, it's definitely on the cleaner spectrum of, like, death metal. Yeah, because sometimes, and again, sometimes people like this, they don't like this. Sometimes the lyrics are almost indecipherable. Yeah. You have to have it. Like I feel like Nile's a little more indecipherable. Oh yes, just just a little bit. 
So this is a short album, but there's yeah. some t- things to talk about. There's a about. lot of meat because the songs are longer. Yes, and I will be providing as some of my points some historical context, some historical facts. For those of you who watch, listen to us during our ranking presidents' days, you'll recognize this tone. Oh yeah. All right, so let's start with "Get in the Ring." Mm, mm. So this song, from what I looked up, is supposed to evoke the feeling of a wrestling or MMA match. Is it MMA? Yes. Yeah, MMA. MMA. Mixed martial arts. Or possibly just a Viking fight, or mm. just a good, good mosh pit song. So, oh. so I like I like that it's very. Um, y- it can be viewed as many different things. Yeah, it's a hype song. Like mm-hmm. my first point was, this song is a call to battle. Yeah, hype songs are fun. We all there's lots of bands that do them. Disturbed does yep. it. Uh, Hollywood Undead does it. Yep, yep. Everyone's got a hype song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> even even uh, Shine Down. Down here on Planet Zero, <laughs> they swing that gavel hard. And my favorite weir- lyric in this one was, "I'm waiting here, so come at me. Let's fight it out, man to man. If you flee, your fate is sealed. You'll die by my hand." <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is. Your slander shows your inner fear. <laughs> Hiding behind words of spite, but the heathen law is clear. <laughs> I have to Brad, s- do you keep the heathen laws? Yes, I do. I follow them <laughs> diligently. And I have to say, so we just watched the new episode of that new Game of Thrones show. I think it's like House of the Dragon or yeah. something. So these lyrics, I could see them applying, you know. <laughs> Especially, I could see Damon yep, singing yep, them. Yep. Although most of the Targaryens at this point are soft. They're very soft. And I like, this song has that heavy, gritty feel of the earlier Monomarth stuff mm. compared to the cleaner Monomarth. Gotcha. And I'd say overall, the song is fairly solid, but definitely are better songs on yeah, the album. Yeah, I'd agree. And with with intro tracks, I can see why bands wouldn't put their best songs up first, but you also need to hit it hard, which it accomplishes what it sets out to do. Mm-hmm. Did, you, what, what, did you have any other thoughts on this one? Nope, I thought it was a solid opening jam. I gave it a 12. Ooh, nice. I gave it a 13. Nice. Pretty close. But we have another song coming up, and this this one's a fun one. It mm. is the title track, Great Heathen Army. What was your first thoughts on this one? Okay, so my first thought is a question. So according to this song, is Amon Amarth fighting the Heathen Army, or are they the Heathen Army? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, so this song is kind of... From two different perspectives. Got you. On the one hand, you have the Saxons, who are w- watching the Great Heathen Army oh, come. Oh, so th- this whole album is about them fighting the Saxons, is it? Yes. Or at least a few songs. So, let's give some historical context. Yeah. So, Norse raiders called Vikings, which is really more of a verb, to go a Viking. Mm. They had attacked England for about 70 years, as well as many places throughout Europe at that time. And but in 865, because they began attacking the 700s, a much larger Viking force arrived in England. This one came not to raid to steal stuff, but to conquer. The Saxons called it the Great Heathen Army. Nice. It would conquer much of England and was led by led by men who later accounts proclaim were the sons of legendary Ragnar Lodbrok of that show Vikings. Nice. If anyone has watched that one, and I just have to give some of the names of the commanders. There were people like Guthrum. Halfdan, Ubba, and Ivar the Boneless. <laughs> Those are real names. Those are some real, real manly names right there. Okay, if you had to guess, why was he called the Boneless? Hmm. Well, because he had no bones. Yeah, that's, what, that's one possibility. Another possibility is, well, he just had some issues when it came to the, the bedroom. <laughs> he wasn't the most effective lover. Yep. So, I thought this song was really aggressive and epic, and the the... the 
the thought it gave me is I can almost see is like this villain crew that's arriving in a movie. Mm. That's the idea I got from this yeah. song. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was in eight hundred sixty-five, the year of our Lord. They have arrived to take our lives. <laughs> these vicious demons of the north. <laughs> Just gotta mix it up a little yeah, bit. My favorite, my favorite was we'll put your head, your king's head on a spike. <laughs> Yeah, this one was a really fun one. It yeah. definitely... Okay, the music video itself of this song, they literally just made a Stranger Things parody and just had <laughs> these two kids playing D&D. That's fun. Which one thing I like about this album is you can tell this is the album they're not really taking themselves too seriously. No, yeah, yeah. There's definitely some like fun they're having here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought I thought it had a really cool bridge slash ending, too. Yeah, I did, too. Really solid song. I gave it a 16. I gave it a 14. Nice. It's good that we agree so yep, far. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but can you tell me about the goat, Curtis? Oh, tell me about the goat. Let me tell you about someone named Hadron. Hadron. <laughs> uh, so I like the bouncy cadence of this song. Yes. Like, Hollywood Undead always has to have a party song. I appreciate a good Viking party song as well. <laughs> yeah, party songs are fun. Like, what can yep. I say? Yep. So, just to give some context, and this is pretty funny. Um, there, this is about a goat named Hadron, mm-hmm. which was known in Norse mythology to stand in Valhalla, biting the buds off branches of a famous tree. And to quote from this uh, prose called the Prose Edda, from her teats run the mead with which every day she fills a cauldron, which is so big that all the Einhorn jar can drink their fill from it. Nice. So someone's just up there milking a goat. Yep. yep and mead's yep. coming out. That's where all mead comes from, don't you know? Yep. And I have to say, so obviously mead and drinking horns particularly have become entered a renaissance because of interest in Viking stuff and yeah. the Viking show. And Amon Martha's capitalized on it, which I have to say, I appreciate the hustle. Yeah, yeah, you got to, you got to. <laughs> and so what was your favorite lyric from this? Uh, I think it's pretty obvious. Yep. Who's the goat? Who's, Who's the, the goat? Hadron, Hadron. <laughs> <laughs> I also liked uh, Hail the Dead and the goat that gives us mead. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, this is like almost a Gen Z style song. Oh, yeah. Because oh. can you see a Gen Zer just having a goat in the background with someone says, who's the goat? <laughs> <laughs> Gen Z just like, goat, 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 goat. <laughs> we love our Gen Z people over Oh, yeah, here. we love all of our wonderful fans. Okay, so side note, this reminds me of a meme I saw. Have you ever seen that meme of, like, that old lady who's walking along? Yeah. And, someone... <laughs> and it was uh, when Gen Z in 50 years, man, that, uh, that buffet was bussin'. No cap, fam. A hundred. And the person guy is, shut up, grandma. <laughs> Any other thoughts on this goat? Nope, this was a super fun song. I gave it a 15. I gave it 13.5. So far, we aren't disagreeing too much. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. Most of... A lot, this... Monomarth does a really good job of writing really catchy and mm-hmm. fun songs. And also powerful songs. Yeah, they're pretty consistent. Okay, so let me just score this here, and we've got some good scores so far. Let's get into Odin Owns You All. This is a fun one. Okay. Let me just scroll. Okay, so some context. Odin, he's the chief of the gods in North mythology. Mm-hmm. He's also originally the god of the old Germans and Saxons, where he was called Woden. <laughs> Woden. <laughs> he's a Wojak. <laughs> the, the, ja- the, the virgin Woden versus the Chad Odin. <laughs> 
He's also known as the Allfather. Mm. He's commonly depicted as the god of wisdom as an old wizard-like figure wandering the land. You mean like in that Thor movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I learned everything I know from the Thor movies. <laughs> hey, those are pretty good films. They are good films, especially Ragnarok. It, but the second one, I mean, that second one, the oh. Dark Elves, that, that's the finest. Top, top tier, and you had Doctor Who playing the freaking Dark Elf. Yeah. Uh, Malekith. <laughs> <laughs> And where this song tile comes from is once during a battle, according to Norse mythology, Odin would throw his spear and say, Odin owns you all, as his way of saying he would claim the dead. Nice. My favorite lyric is, as my spear flies above your heads, hear my battle call, soon your ranks will join the dead, Odin owns you all. My favorite was, hearts on fire, blood and steel, you will die or you will kneel. <laughs> <laughs> this song almost has like a militaristic tone to oh, it. Oh yeah, it does, it does. Like they're, they're kind of like calling on Odin's name as they ride in the battle yeah and this one doesn't have a particular context but it does fit with a certain norse ethos mm. like so there are some quotes stand by your own trial not by what others say mm. Mm. very interesting one good battle jam and i liked the flow mm-hmm. like the flow a lot of it yeah so that one's that one was a fun one um i'm going to give that one a let's see a 17 really Ooh, like that one i gave it an 11 so we got a little bit little bit of discreet just just a little bit you know i don't think that's worth no, no, how dare no, you. nothing warranting how dare you <laughs> and for those who don't know just to review our scoring system zero to 20 we average out the score and we reserve two how dare you yep, 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 if yep. one of us just really and was that just... two total or two each Two each. I, I think that's fair. That's fair. And we haven't had... We've only used, like, one so yeah. far per episode, mm-hmm. so... But that's okay. And now we come to a really fun song. Uh, what, what's the title find, again? Find a Way or Make One. Yes, yes, This yes. is a really fun song. Yes. I just said it was... I loved it. I couldn't remember the name of it. So, this one is... This song is one of our favorite topics. Mm-hmm. Persevering in the face of overwhelming odds. I like the message of fighting when all hope is lost. <laughs> and once again, this song is a hilarious music video. It's just <laughs> the lead singer is sitting in an office and one of them is wearing this goofy like Christmas sweater. And then the boss comes and yells at him. So they just tape the boss to a chair and start photoshopping their butts. And just <laughs> causing just destroying the office. <laughs> Is there any Viking iconography in this video at all? No. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> it's, it's literally just this cleaning lady puts on the headphones and then the, the battle begins. <laughs> <laughs> so I also like that this song isn't necessarily about any Viking subject. Mm-hmm. It's just more about persevering even no matter who's staying against you or what's going on. Mm-hmm. My favorite lyric was... No matter what the odds, I will never kneel. I trust in ancient gods and my heart of seal. So send your best with wrath. You cannot block my path. Mm. What about you? Mine was, I hear it soar uh, out loud. My battle... I feel like my autocorrect messed up. Unless that's the actual lyric. My battle war? I don't think that's right. <laughs> that sounds... It sounds like... It's close enough. Sure. But it was a good lyric. And uh, I liked that this song had some good positive vibes. Yeah, it definitely had a sense of... If you're going through something rough... Sometimes it's best to just keep going and find a way to persevere no matter what. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, sometimes all you need is just that little bit of positive energy and just to keep going. Just a little push. Yeah. And as we know, like, sometimes if you're working out or running, you start to get really tired. But if you give that little extra push, it Mm -hmm. makes all Mm -hmm. the difference. Yep. 
You put on this song, you put on Till I Collapse by Eminem, <laughs> and you just keep on going. Okay, what, is, what would be the funniest workout song? Oh, the funniest workout song? Hmm. Pigskin. Yeah, Pigskin <laughs> would be pretty funny. I'd say the song uh, Osama Bin Laden oh, by uh, yep. Lonely Island. Yeah. <laughs> That's a no-no. <laughs> this was a... Re- I actually really connected with the song, so I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I gave it an 18. I gave it a 14.5, my highest total so far. Or, no, second highest after Hadron. Hadron, Hadron. Really great one. So let me just score that up, and then why don't you lead us out in a Dawn of the Norseman? All right, let's talk about Dawn of the Norseman, and uh, point number one, uh, it's time for the Vikings to find America. (laughs) They're going to find America. They're going to meet Uncle Sam, shake his hand, take him out to dinner. (laughs) So, historical context of this, and there's going to be some great quotes here. This is about the first recorded Viking raid in 793 on the English island of Lindisfarne, mm, yep. which was, of course, only occupied by a beautiful monastery. Mm-hmm. And here, here's what people wrote about this. The pagans have desecrated God's sanctuary, shed the blood of saints around the altar, laid waste the house of our hope, and trampled the body of saints like dung on the street. That was written by the priest Alcuin, who would later recommend to the surviving priests, like, oh, don't worry, you know, just make sure that you don't wear fancy clothes or have sex and you'll be fine. Oh, man. And the Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, which the song quotes from, says this about the event. This year came dreadful forewarnings over the land of the Northumbrians, terrifying the people most woefully. There was immense sheets of light r- rushing through the air, and whirlwinds and fiery dragons flying around the firmament. These tremendous tokens were soon followed by a great famine, and all long after, on the sixth day before the Ides of January in the same year, their harrowing inroads of heathen made made lamentable havoc in the Church of God by rapine and slaughter. Whoa. <laughs> I just love how people wrote back then. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they don't make them like that anymore. No, they really don't. I mean, can you imagine Jeb Bush talking about some event like that? <laughs> can Jeb be the official mascot of two dudes ranked tunes? <laughs> yeah, he can be. It'd be like, well, you know, some people show some bad dudes showed up. <laughs> That'll be Joe Biden. You know, some bad dudes showed up. Corn pop. And he was led by some bad boys. What is Joe Biden but Democratic Jeb? He is. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got a face facts here. Yep. I feel, like everybody, I feel like conservatives and liberals can both agree at the floppiness of Jeb Bush. Exactly. <laughs> and the floppiness of Joe, yeah, Bra- he- Joe Brandon. <laughs> Dark Brandon! <laughs> so this song, I really like the riffs in this. They they almost give me a little bit of a power metal vibe mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, definitely. My favorite lyric was, We are the Braves ruling the waves. No one can sway, no one can break. Under the sky, there is no one under the sun who can withstand our force. I also like that the, the song got a little quiet there in the middle. Yeah. To like then raise back up, and then my favorite lyric was fiery dragons in the sky, a great famine soon followed by these omens. Then came inroads of fearsome heathen men. Those <laughs> <laughs> they're so fearsome. Okay, so fun fact about the Vikings. So obviously a lot of what we think about them just comes from the Saxons and other people who wrote about them, who obviously didn't like them. Yeah. But there's one funny L that the Saxons said. And yes, I'm using a Gen Z Twitter term. Well, well, Brad, what most people don't know, what you people should know, yes. is that Brad is the patron saint of Gen Z. I am, yeah. I, I'm, I'm a diplomat to Gen yep, Z, yep, you yep, see. Yep. Their leader. Yep. So the Anglo-Saxons wrote that... The Vikings like to bathe a lot and like to brush their hair a lot. Mm. Which they said, and I'm not making this up, they said, and they're seducing our women with their good looks. <laughs> <laughs> now that is an L. That, that is you an are so gross yep. 
the literally the just common uh just taking a bath is like wow that guy's pretty nice well and if, if you think about it like in like history media stuff like England's always kind of like portrayed as kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> like their food is gross. Yeah. They don't have very many teeth usually. No. <laughs> and like they, it rains all the time. Just a bunch of peasants. Yeah. They're just scrambling around and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Englishmen. <laughs> it's so sad. You can't handle the Chad Vikings. Nope. I really like this one. I gave it a 15. What'd you give it? I gave it a 12 and a half. Nice. So far, we have not disagreed. Nope, which not is too all. Much. That's good. We're, but I also like it when we really disagree. Yep, yep, yep. It, it's fun either way. But now we get into a really fun oh, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is this is the one you hyped up to me, and it did not disappoint. No, not at all. Saxons and Vikings. Okay, so once again, let me just start off by giving a little bit of historical context. So. Mm-hmm. England used to be made up of several different kingdoms. Most of them fell the Great Heathen Army, except for Wessex, which was led by King Alfred. You might have heard of him, you know, famous famous English king. He would famously fight the battle, the army, the Great Heathen Army at the Battle of Eddington. The Norsemen had him on the run and had taken the fortress of Chippenham. Desperate for a victory, Alfred gathered as many men as he could from the counties around him and fought the Norsemen. And the life of Alfred, it claims, fighting ferociously, forming a dense shield wall against a whole army of the pagans, and striving long and bravely, at last Alfred gained the victory. He overthrew the pagans with great slaughter, and smiting the fugitives, he pursued them as far as the fortress. And after the battle, he would put the Vikings to siege and force them to sign a truce, and that's kind of what the song is about. Oh wow, so he beat the Vikings. Yeah, he did. Now... He didn't, like, totally drive them out of England, and they would stay there for a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And, and seduce their women. Yes. And eventually, and this is actually what an anime Vinland saga is about, mm. where the Vikings would come back and overrun England about 100 years later. Mm. So, what was your first reaction to this song? I was not expecting a super fun metal duet all of a sudden. No! Like, that is awesome. So, the, the duet is by the band, Saxon, yep. who's been around since 1977, and I love that, like, you've got the death metal vocals, and then just the power metal kicks yeah. in. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> like, I love that, uh, I, I think it was Amon Amarth who said, we raise our flags with pride and steel. <laughs> and I, and then, like, and then it basically turns into a rap battle where they're just insulting each other. Yes, that and was the, great. And freaking Saxon's just like, you pagan scum! <laughs> Yeah, my favorite lyrics was, You pagan scum, you'll soon be dead. We'll smash thy skulls. You sons of whores, Satan spawn. <laughs> like, so it, good. Like, this is just such a fun one. And you can yeah. just imagine, like, you know, they're standing there, they're flying insults at each other, and then they bring out their best rapper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, bring out Rhaegar. Bring out Charlie Scene. <laughs> he will rap on behalf of England. <laughs> Oh, such a fun one. Yep, yep. I gave this a ridiculously high score. I gave it a 19. Ooh, I gave it a 16. Nice, nice. Which, by both of our accounts, is a certified banger. Certified banger. It's all. It's it's always good to get a banger by a committee. Yep, yep, yep. By democracy. <laughs> I love democracy. <laughs> but now we're moving into the last two songs of the album. Skaggle? 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 
rides with me. Yep. Okay, question number one, Brad. Who is Skaggle? I looked him up, and, like, there's not really a whole lot of information. (laughs) He's just like, eh, he's a Swedish guy that said he had a Valkyrie waifu called Skaggle that went along with him. Oh, okay, okay. (laughs) I I understand now. Yeah. I I understand completely. I guess he was just an anime uh, protagonist. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) He, he was just wandering around, and one day a waifu fell from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> As they sometimes do. Yep. And this song reminds me thematically of Find a Way or Make One, but with a more personal twist on it. Yeah, like, yeah. this is a story about someone else. Mm-hmm. And I did think it was weak in what we've seen in this album, but my yeah. and that might just be because it came out from the highest yeah, Saxons and yeah. Vikings. I think that's a fair assessment. I felt similarly. Um, I do like that it has a more, like, reflective tone. Yes. Where they're kind of, like, looking back at, like, their conquests and stuff. Mm-hmm. That we will definitely see that in the last song as mm-hmm. well. My favorite lyric was, and I look like I missed it, um, what's, what was your favorite lyric? My favorite lyric was, I will ride the waves once more. Mm-hmm. To distant foreign shores I have sailed, winning fame and gold, where lesser men before have failed, I have conquered all, mm. with the power of my wife. <laughs> I gave this one an 11. It was yeah, all right. I gave it a 10. Yeah. But now we're, we're going to move on to the last song on this album. This one was interesting. It I was, was not expecting It was a one. little bit different. And I thought that, like, to start it, start it off, like, lyrically, this is the most dense song in the album. Because, yes. like, there's a lot of descriptive language that I really like. Mm-hmm. And just to give you all some reference of where they got this idea. Okay. So they mentioned the River Neol. That's a river which separates the living from the dead in Norse mythology. Is that like the River Styx in Greek yes. mythology? Yes, yes. And you have to cross this bridge over Neol to reach hell to basically wander around and get to the afterlife. And what Johan said is that the idea he got for the song is pretty interesting. He said him and his wife were attending a seminar in ancient storytelling of how within ancient stories there's usually a journey. A journey where first you go down into hell or wherever, the underworld. Mm-hmm. Then you have to come back up. And then after coming back up, you have to deal with what you just went through. Mm. And that's, that's what he was kind of going for, almost this personal journey. That is really sick. Yeah. And like you can definitely like feel the journey aspect of it mm-hmm. throughout the song. And this song has kind of a spooky vibe, it too. It does. It does. Put this on your Halloween playlist. Yep. Which makes sense because, you know, you're wandering around hell with your boys, just trying to get across the river. I liked that it had kind of like a scary, like, confusing tone where, like, you, you like, turn and, like, see something and you're like, you don't know how to process it. Yeah. Which is very cool. And we are getting close to Halloween, so we're going to have some great Ooh, Halloween some albums. spooky albums. My favorite lyric was, I reach the depths of Niflheim, alone, naked, and weak. There appears the goddess Hell, who the dead and wretched keep. <laughs> mm. What was yours? Mine was, I see shapes of men amongst the trees, stuck in a place of frozen glow. Mm. It's very interesting. I did not expect the serpent's... The name of the song, by the way, The Serpent's Tale. We forgot to mention it. Mm-hmm. I didn't expect it to end this way. So I, I enjoyed this one. Not yeah. as strong as everything, but I liked it. I gave it a 12. I gave it a 14.8. 14.8. Man, we're getting wild with these scores. <laughs> I was like, okay, there's really no point in me giving it a 14.75. So I'm going to round it up. <laughs> we're eventually going to get to the point where we're just giving scores. Uh, I'll give that a 13.69. <laughs> All right, so so Brad, before we get into like numbers and stuff, how does this compare with other Amonomarth albums for you? That is good to me that you mentioned because obviously this is the first Amonomarth album you've listened to, right? Yep. Okay, so there are there are a few Amonomarth albums. I think, um, oh, what's the name of it? So the album that Pursuit of Vikings is on, which is a very good album. And actually, hold on, let me just pull it up because I've got Spotify right here. Mm. 
You know, we like to do things live here. Mm. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Okay, one small complaint about Spotify. Curse, have you ever noticed that Spotify now, like, automatically will turn on car mode when you're in the car? Hate that. I turned it off. Because you cannot look up albums while you're doing that. Yeah, that's annoying. It's like, I want to look up some albums. Okay. If I'm at a stoplight. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. (laughs) Within reason, you know. Within reason. Okay, so Fate of Norns was the first one I listened to. It was back in 2004. Mm. That one has a lot of really fun songs, but Mm -hmm. it's a bit top-heavy. With Odin on our side that's another concept album about some dudes traveling and messing stuff up that one's really strong all throughout yeah and then uh twilight of the thunder god is pretty good uh Serta rising is pretty good is twilight of the thunder god their first album no that's one of their more recent really albums. i did not know yom's viking is interesting because yom's viking once again is all like a concept album about one guy's journey wow where he just his his beloved is taken away from him by some dude, and then he kills that dude. As one does. And then he has to run away because his dad's like, you're no longer my son, you're an outlaw. And then <laughs> he sounds like a biblical story. And then he joins a Viking crew, and then he finds the, his, the woman he loved again, but she's like, go away, I don't want you anymore. <laughs> so then he gets the boys together to go kill his dad. <laughs> and then he... <laughs> And then he and then he fall. His dad kills him. Oh, and no. then the last scene is like he was accepted into Valhalla anyway because he fought honorably. Well, there you go. And then most recently was their song Berserk, their album Berserker, which was a really fun one that had not one but two songs just about Thor's hammer. That's awesome. <laughs> and it has a lyric where it said Loki tricked him twice. <laughs> <laughs> Loki will occasionally make an appearance in a Monomarth songs, and it's always a fun appearance. Mm. So I think overall, I really like this album. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of their stronger ones, oh, to be okay. honest. So like, in the, is it in the top tier? I would put it in the top tier, like the top, top, top three, nice. four or five. Nice. I just, I just really enjoyed how consistent it was, mm-hmm. and they also like okay. Some of their some of their songs to get into a little bit of the problematic elements. Oh, there's problematic elements. Now, not in this album, but in some of their previous ones, they'd like mention Viking actions, and some of them include like trigger warning stuff, which I won't talk about. Yep, yep. So they, the fact that they didn't have it in this album, I appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, hopefully that's something I'll do going forward. Yeah. Which I mean, okay. There's a lot of ways you can look at those elements. Sometimes, if a song is people saying they're doing it. Or if the song is just describing it, yeah. yeah so it's 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 a toss up either mm-hmm. way. Overall, though, I say I really enjoyed this album. It was definitely when it first got announced, I was like, okay, this this is a really fun concept. Let's see how they do it, and I wasn't disappointed. Mm. There were obviously a few songs that were a little weaker yeah. here and there, but. Overall, nothing but I mean, really nothing dipped into the single digits. No, not at all. It's impressive. So just to go over the score, the top one, obviously, is Saxons and Vikings with 17.5. Nice. Then Find a Way or Make One with 16.25. Mm-hmm. Great Heathen Army, 15. Hadron, 14.25. Odin owns you all, 14. Don the Norseman, 13.75. The Serpent's <laughs> Tale with 13.4. <laughs> Get in the Ring, 12.5. And Skaggle with 10.5. Just just for the sake of fun, I will bestow a ceremonial how dare you for ha- for Hadron being too low. <laughs> how dare you. Ceremonial. A very ceremonial how dare you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> a gentleman's how dare you. Mm-hmm. So, overall thoughts. <clears throat> Excuse me. I really like this album. 
It's a bit short, but honestly, I think it might be one of my favorite Amon Amaris album. Mm. And that variety, and other than only like one okay song, everything else is great on. I'm impressed and I've listened to this one a lot. Mm-hmm. And now here we come to the final score. Ooh. So um, I enjoyed this album. Mm-hmm. It's certainly like outside of what I typically listen to. But yes. there, there's a couple songs on here that I will definitely add to my metal playlist. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was really, really solid. Um, I think obviously the easiest one for me to compare it to is Killswitch Engage. Despite yeah. the fact that they're not really the same genre... They're more on. They're more on the same spectrum. A similar yeah. end of the spectrum. Yeah. The way I describe metal is almost like a big family tree in which there's many branches. Yeah. Like on one side of the branch, you've got the one that's more inspired by punk. Then the other, you got the like death metal and black metal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you got power metal that's sort of right down the center. Yeah, yeah. And, and then you've got like off to the side that we don't talk about. You have rap metal and Hollywood undead. <laughs> Woo! Which the other We're on to. the tree. You're on the tree. You're just on a weird branch. <laughs> You're on the branch where Limp Biscuit popped up and then just went. It's a soggy branch, but we'll take it. Hey, one day we'll have to review a Limp Biscuit album. <laughs> well, yeah, and we'll, we'll we'll couple that with our review of uh, Stranger in Paradise Final Fantasy. There you go. So I gave this one a ridiculously high score of ninety. Whoa! I gave it a seventy-five. That is fine. You know, we, we, we've learned that we need to up the... Oh, no. It's 18.82.5. Here's the good news, Brad. Okay. Are you ready for the good news? What's the good news? So, uh, I'm going to read the scores here. Okay. At the bottom, we have Planet Zero, yep. 62.5. Next, we have 1X, 77.5. Yeah. Then we have Hotel California yeah. at 79. Okay. Then we have um, the Great Heathen Army. Great Heathen... Okay. Heathen. Heathen. Army. Heathen. At an 82.5. Oh, good. And then above that, we have As Daylight Dies and Notes from the Underground at an 83.5. Okay. When I heard 82.5, <laughs> I wasn't sure. I'm like, if we have three ties in a row. <laughs> We're going to have to break it. Yep. Oh, okay, so I like that. Mm-hmm. That, that. That makes me happy. So... But I'm going to be picking the next album oh, yes, for us. Yes, yes, yes. We're, we're we're still we're still making good on the Hollywood Undead <laughs> era of the podcast. Yeah. But okay, so I'm going to give you three hints. Okay. Okay. The first hint is courage. Hmm. Is this a metal album? No. All right. Hmm. Okay. Is this is does this album have pop punk vibes? I don't know really I don't think so okay so it's not Fallout Boy no okay so give me the second next hint is strings 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 <laughs> like Ultron there's no strings on him no strings on him at all uh strings uh courage man your your hints are so much meaner than my hints you're gonna get it when I give you the third hint uh courage and strings yeah give me the third Mormon. Oh, oh, why? I know what you're talking about. Why am I blanking? <laughs> oh. We're just going to oh, sit here until Lindsay you Sterling. Yes, Lindsay Sterling. The album which Brave Enough. Al- which album? Which album? Brave Enough. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let me look up this album, Brad. Okay, okay. Let me look up this freaking album. If it's the album I'm thinking of, yes. then it's... It is the album I'm thinking yes. of. I love this album. Let's freaking go. Yes. So I picked this album because this one has more lyrics to it. Yes, it does. But I'm proposing because there are some songs here that don't have lyrics, we add a new thing that we can add this. Just like, what did we think was the feeling behind it? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the feeling behind mm-hmm. it. 
And like, like the vibe we got. Yeah, I wanted to add a little bit of diversity. So let's mm-hmm. jump from metal, right from metal down to Lindsey Sterling. I love it. There are some absolute bangers on this album. Yes, it is a wonderful one. So thank you for joining us and stay tuned for Lindsey Sterling and Spooky Season. That's coming up soon. Spooky! Once again, I'm Bradley Cooper. And I am Curtis Cooper. Stay ranking. Rank!